Hello everyone, this is the Joyclix Games Cast. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley, joined by the conductor, Kevin Diaz. What's going on? How we doing? How we doing? It's a it feels like a different show. It does. Because to 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 let the audience in on some like production side type things. Uh, we are recording this what like three hours late than what we usually do? Mm-hmm. About something like that? Yeah. Yeah. You Unfortunately, could... duty calls sometimes and I couldn't get out of my shift, mm-hmm. so you could say it's like familiar and different at the same time. Truly. Because Truly. this is episode seven. And continuing mm. with your Star Wars connections, Force Awakens, the last... a little similar yeah. to uh, New Hope. I almost said Last Jedi. Stupid. Okay, mm. Force Awakens, yeah. Uh, completely not relates to anything. Hey, we have a Star Wars you podcast like, on the channel. You like, you like Force Awakens, right? I do. I do. I do as well. I like it a lot. It's a feel-good movie. I love Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Big fan of the... Not... Not that piece of junk ship. Okay, that piece of junk ship. Yeah. And it's the Falcon. Yeah. I literally cried open mouth. Yeah. Open mouth cried in the theater. It's a, it's a good time. time. Great time. But. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's time for patch notes. Patch notes. Uh, if you're listening to this show, if you're on podcast services, uh, and you hear us get something wrong, you can go on the Discord, which is linked in the description of the YouTube video, or just comment on the YouTube video, and uh, give us some updated info. Let us know what we got wrong. Show us how big of a fool one of us could be being. Uh, this or week, or both of us, or yep. both of us, not mutually, not mutually exclusive. Absolutely. But this week, nobody said anything, so we're good. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, uh, last week we were batting a hundred on their game, man, <laughs> on their game. So bat victory royale right there last week. Yes. Thank you, Royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're just going to dive into what we've been playing. A uh, bit of a light news week, so the latter half of the show, the POTS this week, is probably going to take up most of the discussion. Mm-hmm. But first, uh, these games, Kevin, you beat something. I did. I did. So uh, it was on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It was a little birthday stream I did. you know, And I thought I, I hadn't planned it like this. But I thought it worked out pretty, you know, pretty nicely that a a like multi-hour birthday stream was playing Uncharted 2. Arguably, I think right now still my favorite Uncharted. I have yet to go back to uh, Uncharted 3 and Uncharted 4 mm-hmm. and Lost Legacy. Those, of course, are coming up. Uh, but before this whole series, I would say, you know, yeah, Uncharted 2 is my favorite. And then I think my lineup was 4. No, sorry, sorry. Two, four, three, and one mm-hmm. of the Uncharted. I, th- I think that'd be my ranking of those. Uh, and yeah, so I beat Uncharted two. Very nice. Fifth, I, I don't think it's stated as much, but Uncharted two is very, very well paced. I felt like. Oh yeah. You know? like-, like it's it has a very good pace to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of great moments. Like I and moments that I'm glad that I didn't remember that well. Yeah. Cause I, you know, like I said before, I'm playing the game. I, I'm playing the, I'm playing the original trilogy for the first time since since PS3, mm-hmm. right? Uh, since like I think I played them all in a row in like 2012, I think. Question mark, something like that. Well, yeah, 2011 but, um, was three, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it might have been 2011, but I, I think it was 2012. Like I think I tried three, I've been out for like a year, but um, there's a lot of set pieces that I didn't remember, like. Uh, Elena and Nathan and that like 
uh, like high speed car chase where Nathan is hopping from car to car as one car is about to explode. He jumps onto oh, another yeah. one. Yeah, that whole thing, super cool. And the ending for Uncharted 2 with that banter between Nate and Elena, mm-hmm. you know, Nate saying that, you know, I have a scale of 1 to 10. I was about a 4 yeah. level of scared that you died, all yeah. that. It's it's a really, really good endearing game. Yeah. It's, it's very, very fun. It's as fun as I remember it being. Um, and I'm sure Blue Point got its praise when this collection first came out, but they deserve a lot yeah. of, of kudos for this collection because it – it is it is great. Mm-hmm. It looks great. It plays great. I feel like it still retains the uncharted gameplay overall. I think I think the I think shooting and the aiming mechanics were tweaked, but in all positive ways, not negative ways Absolutely. as far as I can tell. Uh so Uncharted 2 is still great in case you guys are wondering. Uncharted 2 is still great. It is. You know. Yep. And I plan to start Uncharted 3 this Saturday. Nice. So getting 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 hyped for that. Is that going to be last year? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And where can 100%. people watch it? YouTube.com says PlayStation Source. Thank you for the plug. Of course. Uh, <laughs> you can watch it there, of course. Uh, I'm excited to see, like, the uh, the cruise ship set yeah, dude, piece. Three, like, the, the three has some good the stuff. The really good stuff of three gets overshadowed by the fact that people are get mad about three. Why do people get mad about three again? Is it the fake out of the Sully thing? I don't know. I think it's like, honestly, I think you could probably trace a lot of it back to the IGN score. I think that's it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, about it getting a 10? Yeah, when Uncharted 2 didn't. I think that ignited a conversation mm. of like which one's better forever. I see. I, I see. really think I that's see. it. Because well, like, if you yeah, talk to like fans of Uncharted, most of them like three, you know? Yeah, most 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 like three, but I think the overall consensus is that a lot of people put Uncharted two at the top. Yeah, two. But two is like the best pace because uh, I played through the trilogy yeah. uh, over the last like two years. Right. For for my like third time, I think I platinumed them on PS4. Um, mm-hmm. And like, yeah, three has a little bit of like pacing issues that two does not have, but. The original stuff that three does over two, because two is essentially like plot wise one again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot I like about three that I like more than two, but I think two is probably like the best one. I think I'm not sure which one is my favorite, but I think two is definitely the best. I'm more interested in how Uncharted four compares to the trilogy because I feel like Uncharted one, two, and three. There's a big leap from one to two. Mm-hmm. But I feel like overall, as a cohesive trilogy, they're all pretty similar. Especially in the collection. Just because, of course, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, like, especially in the collection, and of course because uh, they were on PS3, and then the Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, is uh, just something of its own league, mm-hmm. with, with, like, Lost Legacy as well. Like, I put those two, like, you know, they, like, feel different overall, just because of the different hardware that they were developed on and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see how Uncharted 4 ranks from all the past stuff. And if Uncharted 4 hits me even harder than it did the first time after playing through the trilogy, like, back-to-back, you know? Yeah, because so, I... I'll be hyped to see that, yeah. I played 4 for the first time a few months ago. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, yours was recently, yeah. And uh-huh. it's yeah. such a different game. Like, I would say there's more comparison to The Last of Us than Uncharted 3. 
Oh no, hundred um, percent. Yeah, and even then, that's I like agree. not a good like way to measure it because it is so different from like the type of even like movement and shooting you're doing. Like it's such a different beast. But yeah, I I agree with everything you said so far. Yeah, yeah. So, so shout out Uncharted Two. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Do you think yeah. the next time you revisit the trilogy, you'll mm-hmm. try to platinum them? Yeah, I've been saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm. I want to run through the trilogy and pick the one I want to platinum. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to pick Uncharted One just because, like you know, it's Uncharted One. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's not. It's not the best. So, so out of the trilogy, it's either gonna be two or three or may, maybe four. Maybe Lost Legacy as well. Maybe four. Perhaps, you know, I still have to do four. Okay. Is like because the thing is, I, I platinumed them on PS3 on my second run. Uh-huh. Uh, because well, I had to then because it was like, oh, you need to beat the game to unlock Crushing. But thankfully, in the Nathan Drake collection, Crushing's available out the gate. So mm. uh, the PS4 plats just did it on my first run through for each game. Oh, I see. Okay, but okay, four. I see, I see. They're like, no, you want crushing, you got to beat the game. <laughs> Damn. So that's brutal. That's when I brutal. revisit it, I'll go for it then. But I think, okay. How about this? How about the the winner of the series is gonna get platinum? Okay. By the, I'll give myself to the end of the year. Is that cool? Yeah, sure. Because you know, like we we got games to play this year. You know what I'm saying? So the. The victor of the Uncharted series, what I like the most, will be platinum by the end of the year. Solid. Heard it here first. Enjoy it because they're all fun platinums. Some of them, I bet, can be tedious, but I bet in the grand scheme, they're pretty good platinums. So absolutely, absolutely. Um, Mm -hmm. speaking of platinums, Mm. there is a game that I finished that okay eventually. Not saying anytime soon. I'm not in a rush. It is difficult, but I do want to platinum it. Okay. I finished one of the endings for Bloodborne. Oh snap! He did it. I did Our it. Our boy did it. I did he it. He did it. So how was it? Like, not to be like too much of a pro gamer right now, you know, but like. Uh, <laughs> My final boss for the ending I did, which is the ending that's just the cutscene. Okay. The last boss I had to fight. All right. Wasn't that hard? Oh, uh, it, it really? Yeah, I beat it my third attempt. Huh. Do you think it may have? I mean, how much of it do you blame that you have garnered all these skills and the timing you're getting right and stuff like that? you know off of the course of you playing through the game and then when you get to final one it's you have a better time managing it or do you think it's like actually just not as hard as the other bosses i think it's not as hard oh man genuinely um interesting interesting game's been out for a while so like i'll say boss names um okay the boss i fought was called margo's wet nurse it is mark margo's wet nurse yeah um okay visually looks cool it's like an invisible thing wearing cloaks has a bunch of swords um was not that difficult i almost beat it my second time and the third was like a cakewalk so wow um but yeah i dropped bloodborne maybe like a year ago on a playthrough i started 
and I I want to say I was like maybe halfway through when I dropped it the um mm-hmm. the thing that was giving me difficulty I forget what boss it was I think I might have just been in an area I was in I just felt too weak um mm. but my friends because Bloodborne and the Souls games are nice where you can have people drop into your world um yeah I had my two friends that have beat the game several times help escort me through a certain area, and uh, nice. then they had to leave. <laughs> so tragedy, tragic, tragic. I was, I was like, I think like two weeks ago, I downloaded Bloodborne again. That's when I brought it up, and I was like, you know what? I'm just feeling it. I want to see what's up. And I, yeah. as I said, spawned in and died immediately. So all the progress they helped me with, I lost. So I think tragedy between that point of having to restart that area that is what made me drop the game a year ago um to the ending i think there were five bosses okay i see all right i see so i see so would you say you enjoyed your time in bloodborne yes absolutely all right okay okay i want to platinum it interesting it's doable when do you think is it is it is it doable to your standards like so you do i have well i think i have two optional bosses left the other two endings which are just a boss fight and then a boss fight plus an extra thing mm-hmm. for the two others um and then this randomly generated dungeon side quest thing where there's um they're called chalice dungeons i think there's like three more i need i did one but i i think in total i have like maybe six or seven trophies left oh wow okay that's wow that's a lot less than yeah i was okay so Hmm. it's super doable it's just oh yeah the chalice dungeon part is probably going to take the longest and then the other ones are just like me beating my head against the boss until it clicks and working it out but luckily the uh the five that i ran through didn't take too long to actually progress so i see i see very good but very good i will give that game as much praise as i can for the rest of time and uh it's it's funny because beat this i dropped sekiro (laughs) like a hot rock yeah which is odd because like as far as i'm aware i i play bloodborne but i haven't played sekiro but i know a lot of people would say that Sekiro is 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 the mo- is the easiest of the uh, of the Souls games mm-hmm. uh, developed by From Software specifically. I, I know people say that, and like yeah. I think it's the most like approachable to like pick up. But I think Bloodborne's right. easier. Like once you know what you're doing, damn. Like it just feels like I have more control in Bloodborne. I think like the added mobility in Sekiro like makes it so you have to be accounting for more things maybe right right but yeah once you like learn how to be good in bloodborne and like get the parry down and stuff like that like yeah it's it's wonderful so interesting interesting very interesting yeah you think you'll, you'll ever hey. try a souls game i know you tried bloodborne <sighs> but I mean, after after hearing you explain the great mechanic that is parrying last mm. week, right? Uh, definitely a game changer for me. Definitely like, huh? I, and I don't know why the the hour long guide I watched to 
you know, attempt to prep myself for my latest Bloodborne attempt, which was about like a year ago, I want to say, maybe a year and a half. Uh, I, I don't recall him saying any such parrying could be done. Yeah. So, hmm. Yeah. So maybe huh, I'm going to I'm going to give it a maybe. Think about it. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm going to just let it just it, it's definitely not deleted. It's still on my PS4. Oh, that's, that means anything. That's good. Yeah. It's 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 still on there. It's still just chilling. Yeah, you I know. I had to delete um, Arkham City and Fallen Order tragic. this week. Oh, tragic, tragic. Yeah. I wait. Did you ever swap your hard drive for like for a bigger one or no? I have a terabyte with my Pro. I swapped out my original PS4 from 500 gigs to two terabytes. Mm-hmm. And just threw my two terabyte into my pro when I got it, and then put the one terabyte that was in the pro in the original PS4 and sold it for more money. Nice. There you go. Genius. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, well, but I'm sure that extra space in that hard drive is helpful because you've been continuing your journey in Division Two, which is a over 100 gig game now. I have. Soon to be even more than that with the DLC coming up. But how's a Division lot, going? A lot. So. It's fulfilling what I needed it to fulfill, you know. It's just a very satisfying shooter Mm -hmm. that I'm like, man, I I know we talked about the environments in Division Two today. I did some of the space stuff uh, because uh, if those aware of Division Two, I'm right now doing the Black Tusk missions right now. Yes. So I went through all the missions today, and now I'll have to go back and do the strongholds, which. I am quite concerned about. Um, I don't know how hard they are. I forgot how the strongholds were like in the main game. Right. I knew I knew they were difficult, mm-hmm. but I am uh, gonna you know take my best crack at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, overall, it's God. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It's so so fun. You know. And and the I'm 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 almost envious. I mean, because. 100% Division 2 is worth 60 bucks. I paid 60 bucks for it day one, you know. Definitely worth it, right? But man, everyone here gets a if you haven't tried it for $3, mm-hmm. this great game, you know? And it's the perfect like what is on so like looking on it now as I'm playing through it, it is nice to like get a little bit of a different context from it in terms of like the game visually gives you so much information in terms of like what what you're doing and why you're doing it that it makes it like the perfect podcast game as well absolutely you know? yeah there's so much visual info that you're getting that you know while the audio is supplemental of course like you could easily throw in a podcast and completely just disregard all the audio yeah there's so much visual thing that that the game gives you from like when you're gonna get hit by a grenade and it highlights that like opaque red type of region uh from the mini map as well like it, it's it's it just lends itself to be like a perfect just satisfying game to play while something's rendering or while you're listening to a podcast it's great it's great so i've been i i've been loving it do you as someone who played the game and fell off a while ago have you found it with all the information it provides you some could see it as overwhelming but do you think it, it's been easy to hop back into yeah, I would say it's it's the most difficult, like, the first, like, half an hour, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of, like, all right, like, once you get in, like, it is a bit of a, like, 
not like price tag shock, but like, okay, there's a lot to do here. Yeah. You know? It's just like, okay, cool. Like, if you just dwindle it down, like, all right, I'm going to do the Black Tusk stuff. You know? It's it's easy to, like, dwindle it down once you know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And and that takes, I want to say, like, maybe the first, like, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. And then you're fine. You know? It's, it's, and then it's like, okay, cool. I'm ranking up my gear score. This is what I'm doing. And it's it's been great. It's always super intimidating for me when it, I'm playing like a live service game and I don't play it for a while and I turn it on and then bottom left corner of the screen I just get a wall of text about like all these things. Yeah, yeah. for me it's the worst with like Destiny. Mm. Destiny it's like oof. Every time I come back it's like it's a lot. It's like okay, Kevin, you gotta just let's just see what's going on. There's all those banners. Let's... It's like this is new. Yeah, this is new too. There's an event coming it's up, a... and it's like hey. <laughs> What? It's like, like well, wh- which class was I? <laughs> I don't remember. For real, uh, I'm like, wait, where's uh, uh? Oh my god, what's where's Zer? <laughs> like, like, like where's Zer? Like, you know what I'm saying? But uh, overall, it's been great. I know you've been uh, chipping away at Division Two as well. Yeah, in my free time, uh, bouncing between that and Battlefront Two. Still, that's the game. Those are the games mm. I'm playing with my friends. Um, Battlefront Two feels good. Battlefront Two. Feels uh, good. Battlefront Two got an update yesterday, I think. Where um, I did. Yeah. They added two specialists, a, ton, a new map, I think, uh, an entire new co-op mode. Because you can have co-op campaigns. It's like a playlist of your you and your friends versus bots. Mm-hmm. And that existed for the Galactic Republic era and the sequel trilogy era, but it didn't exist for the original trilogy era yet. Now it does. Mm, nice. And nice. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to try this. One of the specialists they added, right? It's an Ewok. So you can play as an Ewok now. In multiplayer. Wow. Fucking wow. It's insane. Wow. That's great. That game's That's great. great. I did see, I did not see that, but I did see rumblings of uh, I guess they put out a trailer for this update. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, they showed a screenshot of uh oh my god, I'm gonna forget the name of this. Scarif. Rogue One Scarif. Scarif. It yeah, looked Scarif from Rogue One. Wonderful. That's it was hot. sunset. That's hot. That's hot. <sighs> I like that a lot. You know, I was mm. sorry. We're not going to dive in on Battlefront again, but the <laughs> I remember how I was telling you Galactic Supremacy. It's that like game of ping pong, basically of like boarding the ship, playing domination, going back and forth. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't exist yet for the original trilogy, but adding Rogue One, adding Scarif, and just what we know Scarif to be like that set yeah, piece. Absolutely. It has to be Supremacy has to be on Scarif. That's just makes too much sense because i was a little bit confused because i remember playing because i know there was a playable mission that you could do that took you through the final act of rogue one that was like getting that yeah i remember now that that was battlefront one i thought it was battlefront two i'm like no like that was battlefront one yeah because i remember playing that a lot and i love that mode Mm -hmm. because it was so like one-to-one with what they had to do in the movie with what you had to do in the game yeah but uh it is hard to see it back. Because I do love the way that plant looks. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, the the one I have one more game to shout out before we dive Why into not? these. Well, go ahead, King. Go ahead. I uh, obviously I'm in a Souls ish mood. You know, I finished Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. And thanks to PS Plus, I own Neo. Love to see it. A game that one love of my friends it. greatly enjoyed. 
And uh, did you see Wario64 a couple days ago? He was like, the first 300 people that buy a ticket for that new Vin Diesel comic book movie for through Cinemark gets a free copy of Neo 2. Are you kidding me? No. My friend got one. Are you serious? Yeah, so he paid 7 bucks Wait. for a movie ticket that... There's no Cinemark in your hometown. But he got that, uh, and he got Neo. Neo 2. I... Unfortunately, as far as I'm aware, there is no Cinemark in Phoenix. Per perhaps, maybe, but I know I've never been to a Cinemark before. But that is a cool promotion. Yeah. So, is it like is it like the first 300 in every select location, or no, the first 300 it's like just the first 300 in general? Wow! And he got one. Wow, that's cool. So that's really cool. That was like stewing in the back of my head, you know. And then I finished Bloodborne. And I didn't want to get back into Sekiro because that damn ape still. <sighs> but is it? Are you on your first or second time with that? First, and I know there's a second. That was what makes me yeah. mad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. regardless, I was like, okay, I'll try Neo. It's a Souls-like. It's level based instead of just like an open interconnected world. Um, mm. so I played like about an hour and a half of it. And I played most of the time that the get we mentioned we're shooting later today. I played most of that time um, today, and it's it's good. I like it, but yeah, it's good. I don't know if I'm gonna like follow through, but it has a nice style to it. I like um, the difference here is that there are there's still multiple weapons like in Bloodborne, but they also implement stances. So like depending on the enemy and how you want to attack them you can either have a high stance a medium stance or a low stance and that's the okay. angle you're you'll swing your weapon at and there's like benefits to which stance gotcha um gotcha but yeah like it's way more mystical like japanese folklore than sekiro is sekiro is like gross mythology this is like paintings you would see for japanese mythology you know of like see, the masks and stuff like that right 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 okay okay but it's cool I i've i've always been interested in neo and nero neo uh but uh i haven't i haven't dipped my toes in yet mm -hmm. so it's nice to see that you've been enjoying it yeah nice to hear that and i i think like a big thing that spawned me to want to try it too was how much i liked fallen order yeah. Because I was like, that was a good Souls-like, but it was different enough. And I wonder if, like, it was kind of a test of how, what I liked about Fallen Order, too. Because I was like, I want to try this and see if I like it to see if I liked Fallen Order just because it was Star Wars or because it was a genuinely good Souls-like. And wow. um, seeing this, seeing another unique Souls-like, yeah, Fallen Order is a good game. <laughs> so Nice. 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 Mm-mm. But I know there's another game that you've brought up on the show in the past that yeah. relates to our first story. Beautiful. Uh, for those listening to this, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, yesterday, day of recording, was Pokemon Day. Mm. The anniversary of the original game's release, February 27th. Um, mm. Every year... The celebration last year on this day was the reveal of Sword and Shield. Mm. 
they teased this, but now we finally have the reveal of the first, oh. I believe it's the first, new mythical legendary Pokemon coming to this generation. The the first new mythical yes. Pokemon? So... Oh, okay. Is there... Okay. Enlighten me, good sir. Enlighten okay, so you know how I told you there were legendary Pokemon? Indeed. And that's Indeed. like the box art guys. Right. Like right, Zacian, right. Zamazenta, it's those two. The two wolves. Uh-huh. So, mythical Pokemon is kind of like a new term that I realized we're supposed to use because previous generations they have their box art legendaries right Uh uh-huh and then it's like hey there's this new pokemon which i always call the legendary called like dark rye and the only way to get him is through an event you have to go to toys r us with your ds connect to the wi-fi and then you can download it wow that's a wow Hmm. that seems way ahead of its time but interesting yeah interesting yeah it's like it was kind of like super super proto pokemon go right yeah yeah that's what it kind of reminds me of when you described it yeah mm-hmm. okay interesting so this is the first like mythical legendary-esque yes. coming to pokemon sword and shield mm-hmm. its name is cool. zarud uh zarud. i pulled the description from the website Zarud, the rogue monkey Pokemon, is a dark and grass type Pokemon that cannot be found through normal gameplay in the world of Pokemon Sword and Shield. The mythical Pokemon stands an average 5'11", weighs about 154 pounds, and is known to have the Leaf Guard ability. So. Interesting. Okay. Um, we're not going to dive into like specifics about it. Uh, I don't know if you even saw it, Kevin, but like, in my opinion... It is what Grookey should have turned into. Mm. It's it's a I it's see. another grass ape, and it's such a better looking <laughs> grass ape than the grass ape that Grookey turns into. That, that it that it like evolves to. It's it's a lot better. Uh, yeah, like it has it has a style to it. You know, like the one that Grookey yeah. turns into is like they looked at like a gorilla and gave it long hair. It's it's stupid. <laughs> But uh, did they did they mention and you might have mentioned this before and if you did I apologize did they say how they were gonna distribute this uh, right this mythical legendary so in recent times with the dawn of the home internet they've allowed Absolutely. you to connect to the internet just to download it through your own thing right they don't make you go anywhere anymore that's nice that's nice so but. I bring this up, and I started it off with you because I know you sort of have fallen off of your Pokemon playthrough. It's just very, very slow. Yeah. Right? I, I, I did play this morning, actually. Uh, my – oh, I'm trying to remember it. I think my Napper? Is that – Yamper? Is that the name? N- Wait, what? what? Yamper? Yamper? Yeah, it evolved okay. to a something hound. Oh yeah, I I don't know the name of it, but that's a good design. He looks cool. I was like, "Yo, my boy looking dope." <laughs> like, yeah, wow. it's a, it's a good like, looking design. Yeah, I was like, "Oof, I like it." And he was putting in work today. I'm I'm approaching the fire gym, so you can tell right here, like definitely has slowed down a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still want to get through it all. 
Okay. You know, it's just definitely slowed down a lot. Uh, I am uh, taking a flight to Miami. Okay. So I'm hoping I can knock out some of those. But the big issue with that also is that Animal Crossing <laughs> comes out the day I leave. Well. So it's like, oof. Like, I know the first day the first day of Animal Crossing, I'm cool. Because I just got to start it. And then I can't do anything until yeah. the next day. Yeah. But, like, after five days, I get on that plane. Am I going to play Animal Crossing or am I going to play Pokemon? We're going to have to see, folks. Mm-hmm. You know? I can tell you. You chose Sobble, right? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I okay. did Sobble. I can yeah. tell you that if you just need an incentive to, like, feel good about going through that world again. Okay. Go to that fire gym. I'm right. assuming Sobble's your highest level Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. He's at, I think, a 28, I believe. Or okay. He, he's definitely near 30. I forgot what, what exactly, so, but... If you walk into that gym, right. you're going to blow through that thing with Sobble. Oh, absolutely. And it's going to feel no, good. Well, not, well, now he's Drizzile. Sure, exactly, yeah. Now he's the homie Drizzile. Mm-hmm. And I know he'd be putting in work, absolutely. Yeah. With that a water pulse, he'd about to be a savage. Yeah, so if you I go in wait. there, you're going to destroy everybody. You know what? You're right. You know what? Tonight, I'm going to conquer that gym. I hope so. Absolutely. We'll see how absolutely. this update goes, but... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i guess yeah. hearing where, where you're at with it right now hearing that you're still hopeful i guess about the road you're gonna go on mm-hmm. um does stuff like this like the events the celebration because uh, in addition to the new legendary getting revealed they also added a in-game one of the raid battles you can do now is mewtwo Ooh, they don't let okay. you catch him for some reason i don't know why but you can battle him. So you can't catch a Mewtwo in Pokemon Sword and Shield at all? Currently. Or you can't catch him in the in the raid battle? Okay, so like at all. Yeah, right. Like you can fight him right now in a raid, and I right. guess it's a really, really hard raid. But okay. if, you, if you defeat him, you can't catch him for some reason right now. Well, that's upsetting. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to change eventually. But, um... I believe they also added the original three starters into the game through raid battles now. So you can run into Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur. Nice. So, nice. Uh, but yeah, hearing about like these events, do you think in terms of the longevity with your Switch and Pokemon Sword, you'd be interested in checking out some of the events like this down the line? I'm definitely interested. Mm-hmm. I feel like whether I'm going to participate in any of these... I think that's a question for when I beat the game and how yeah. I feel about it, like, afterwards, definitely. But, mm-hmm. like, they do sound tricky. Like, I would like to get, like, some of the iconic Pokemon, you know, like Charizard, for example. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I do I do know him and know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. So that's positive, you know? I would like to get Pikachu okay. at some point. That'd be cool. I don't know if it's, I, I, I assume you're able to find him and catch him, I'm so, presuming. I think. I don't know. As of right now, I think the only way to get Pikachu is if you had Let's Go. Mm. I think. Mm. No, that's wrong. You can get him on your turf field. I can? I think so. In Sword, you might oh, okay. be able to. Because mm. I know in I Shield, you can get Eevee there. Right. So right. it's right. switcheroo. Mm. But, um, yeah. Uh, look forward to more of Kevin's progress in sword over the next few 
weeks or months. We'll see how long it takes. <laughs> We're gonna see. I I really hope it's not months, but because mm-hmm. I want you guys waiting on my updates, you know. But yeah, I just you know. And remember, at the end of it, gotta fight oh, absolutely. me. Absolutely, hundred percent. I can't. And wait. I don't know if we said this already, but we should stream that. <laughs> Oh, we're, we're definitely gonna do it like a pay per view event. It's like a like, fight it'll be night. Like, yeah. Oh, 100 percent. It'll be like it'll be like uh, what was this week's fight? Um, Wilder and Fury. It'll be like, I want to do that. I want like press conferences. Yeah. I want <laughs> promotional art made. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. Let's do it. <laughs> well, to coast over the next few weeks while you are working on the that uh that team of Pokemon, mm. and very similar to how I took a risk on Neo. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, risk. It wasn't that much of a risk. It was, like, downloading it for a few hours. That was the risk I took today. <laughs> That's the gamble you had. Next week, if you are a subscriber to PlayStation Plus, you will be able to get one of the most highly acclaimed games of all time. Absolutely. For free, Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. The the Blue Point Games, yeah, remastered to be specific. Funny enough, also following up uh, the Uncharted discussion because they did that. Oh, okay. I thought I, I thought you were gonna say say something else, but I'm like, okay, gotcha. Like, yeah, that was the connection you're making. I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Yeah. I what a also what a lineup. Sorry, go ahead. It's a good one. And then the next one uh, is Sonic, Sonic Forces. Not, I almost said I almost said generations, but yeah, Sonic Forces, mm-hmm. uh, which I think a lot of people like. I think question mark. So I think it has like a fifty-seven on Metacritic. It does, yeah. But I know some people that like say underrated, really solid seven out of ten. Mm. And mm. honestly, growing up, I was a huge Sonic fan. Yeah, like if you took That's out. The sexual aspect of Sonic fandom. <laughs> Putting it mildly, there's I guess. A, there's a sexual aspect. You know what? Oh, Kevin, don't even. <laughs> don't, don't even. Carry on. Don't even I was about, about to ask, and then it's like, you know, we're just going to carry on. I'm just going to accept it. Just, we're just going to carry on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there, there's no kink shaming. Not my thing. <laughs> I would still uh, consider myself a Sonic fan. I like Sonic right. Mania. I will right. defend at least five of the sonic games as being great okay so i'm like excited to check out forces oh so you haven't played forces yet i haven't are you going to yeah absolutely and honestly i was thinking about maybe like playing it as a stream game i think you should i think i I should too i quite frankly would like to see it as Mm. the meme goes i I would like to see (laughs) because the reason i bring up the uh, sexually deviant aspect of the Sonic fandom is that a lot of people enjoy making original characters in Sonic and maybe drawing them as, like, in relations with other characters or going on dates together. Interesting. But Interesting. I promise you I'm going somewhere with this. This game allows you to create a character. And have them really? be one of the gang in Sonic. Huh. Wow. I hmm. I would just under the assumption that you uh, 
play that Sonic no, through no, some no. sort of narrative. Okay, interesting. Do you actually ever play as Sonic, or like you do. do you like you do? Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. You get okay, to play so. as modern Sonic, which is like the tall, skinny one. You get to play as classic Sonic, so like the short, chubby one. Oh, nice. Okay. I you see. also get to create your own character. I see. I see. So you get to swap between them for different levels and stuff like that, but gotcha. it seems fun. I see. I see. I mean, I'm I'm definitely excited to play Shadow <laughs> of the Colossus. I think. Yeah. I'm not sure when when I'm going to play that, but I definitely do want to play it and possibly stream it. I don't know if it's like a stream worthy game. I don't know if it's like an exciting game to I, stream. I think you that know? would be a good game to stream. I think it's easy okay. to break it up because it's there's very clear points of division of progression in that game like okay. very very clear and there's right. not much that's going to distract you okay yeah yeah because i because i definitely heard a lot about it and it's really weird because i was thinking about it, i think like last week i was like man like i kind of want to play shadow of the colossus you know mm-hmm. like i've heard so much about it i feel like i gotta play it you know or yeah. at least see see some semblance of it if i don't like it i guess i'll back out but mm-hmm. i want to see the whole thing through and yeah we got a treat it being free on ps plus absolutely mm-hmm. uh shadow oh, then... go ahead sorry go ahead i was uh, gonna say shadow of the colossus is one of my favorite games of all time it's mm. beautiful i think if you want to have the conversation of like games are art that's the game okay right. i think okay. more recently i think people would probably also throw like celeste up there or um journey 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 the journey is okay but i think shadow way ahead of its time and Mm. tells a beautiful story and what blue point did to it just makes it even better i haven't played it in like maybe over five years at this point so i'm really excited to go back have you played the blue point i haven't no Oh, you haven't? Okay, no. cool. All right, all right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The Interesting. last time I played it was on the PS3. I see. So I see. I see. And just one more thing I want to just throw in there, because it was on the bottom of the blog post uh, for the PS Plus games, was that uh, they announced that uh, Predator Hunting Grounds will be getting a trial weekend. That's exciting. Later, I believe, at the end of March? I, th- I think end or- of March sounds right, yeah. I think it's end of March, um, obviously before the game comes out. So I'm excited to play that. Definitely interested in that. Definitely want to check it out. Mm-hmm. And I think if that will be the deciding factor if I go pick it up or if I just let it let it flow down the river. Yeah. You know, into the backlog. Like you know, so. April is not a time where I'm gonna be looking for more games to play, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot in April. We have a lot to get through in April. But a PlayStation-produced or funded um, exclusive multiplayer game, they're rare, so I definitely want to try out the, the beta and see what it's about. They are they are know. very rare at this gen. Very <laughs> rare. Very rare specifically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that first Predator movie a lot. Mm. So I'll, I'll mm. give it a shot. We will see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kevin, you know what we won't see anytime what soon? What will we not see? What will we not see anytime soon, good sir? WB Montreal's Batman game. Because they refuse <sighs> to give us any information about it. So it's time for Arkham Watch. Gotcha. Bam, 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 bam. 
I forgot the theme song I did last week. It's all good. It's all good. This week on Arkham Watch 2020. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm. Obviously, we talked about it, I believe, on this show in one of our first episodes. Delayed. I believe we did. Yes. Yes. From March 3rd to April 10th. We, we, we could have been playing it next week. I know. Don't right. remind me. Next week. I would have had it. Honestly, Tragic. I wouldn't have been ready. I'm not yeah, ready for it true. now. That's fair. That's Knowing fair. it's in April. It it would have came up very quickly, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would definitely came up very, very quickly. Yeah. Well, uh, this delay we saw affected the exclusivity on Xbox because the game had a year exclusivity on PS4 and then... I, some group of people were like, oh, does this mean that we actually get it in March on Xbox? And they were like, no, you fools, it's a year. <laughs> That's what we said. So, um... No, you fools. <laughs> this week's Arkham Watch, in regards to Final Fantasy VII, uh, Square Enix president, Yosuke Matsuda, addressed the matter of the sequel game directly. He was asked... If the delay would affect the ETA of the release for Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, his reply was, "No, it will not." Hmm. And that's the story. You know, if I may, Christian, go may for I, it, please. May I look? I gotta be honest here. I'm gonna have to say this. I don't necessarily believe it. <laughs> I don't know why, but I don't believe this man. Okay. I'm sure this man's a very trustworthy person, but I uh, I uh, have a I have an inkling, if you will, you know, like like what 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 Finn was saying in episode nine. I have a feeling, mm-hmm. you know, an instinct uh, that I don't know when we will see the next part of this. I think honestly, it may be like 2023. Kevin. I don't know. 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 That's dude. not happening, dude. But what if it does though? Like, like Maybe, what if? But like, know? I mean, I don't know, man. What if, bro? Sure. Like, okay. When do when do you think we will see part two of Five Nights at Freddy's remake? Like next like, year. Honestly. Really though? Yeah, like next fall. Really? But yes. do you really though? Absolutely. I think it's at a minimum two years out. I don't know why. I feel like that's a lot further out than what we all would hope for. Because think about I this. I don't know. I know the game. I know the game restarted development, but it was announced in 2015. Uh, I think 2017 is when they like shook things up, if I'm remembering correctly. They took it away from CyberConnect 2, and they're like, "Hey, we're doing this in house now." It's a fair point. It might have been 2017 or 2018. Um. Yeah, like. Now that they they're going, you know, they don't yeah, really delay like ball- games much anymore. Like fifteen style, they don't make games that take ten years anymore. Right. right. Kingdom Hearts I three, know. I think, was proof that like switching to Unreal and like figuring out a production pipeline that works. Um, I, I'm not worried about having a Square Enix game sitting on the horizon for like five, six, seven years anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think they want to capitalize on the hype of this thing because I think it's going to end on a cliffhanger. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't think they're going to want to let that cliff hang for a long time. I do have another question regarding sure. Final Seven Remake, which I'm sure it's been said. Maybe I don't know. Are they? Is it? Is it like you buy Final Fantasy Seven April third, April tenth, April third, April tenth, one of the two, April tenth. Thank you. Um, does the part two come in like an update? Is it no, like a DLC type deal, or is it like a whole brand new other game? So this is a sixty dollar video game. Right. That is going to be, from the way they've said it, a full video game. So I'm assuming that interprets to 30 to 60 hours. So, part two, same deal. Like, we'll have to buy it as if it's a brand new game again. Yes, like, essentially, that is the sequel to this game. Interesting. Because they're and putting... And there's going to be three of these things? Right? Hmm? It... Is there going to be three of... Three is, like, the two? speculated number. I don't think they'd go over three, personally. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I actually... I made a video about sort of, like, the general basics about what's up with the remake and why it's very accessible to beginners. It's on the channel now. Link in the description. Definitely check it out. Very, very good watch. I liked it Thank a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and basically, like, I'll say the same thing I said there, like... They're taking a game that, or they're taking a part of the original game that lasted like three to five hours and blowing it up to be a 30 to 50, maybe 60 hour game, depending on how much side content you choose to do. Mm. So yeah, like, I'm sure they're going to tell a full beginning, middle, end story plot line, at least not the whole thing within this game. So they're adding a lot of story here. So I really do think Part 2, which is essentially going to be Final Fantasy VII 2, is going to be adapting the next stretch of the game. Maybe it'll be more linear. Maybe there's an open-world segment you return to, God of War style or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really don't think that it's going to be like another four years before we get a sequel. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think... like Seven Remake was announced in what the second year of the ps4 being a thing uh wait final fantasy 7 remake was announced 2015 i I think it was 2015 i'm pretty sure it was 2015 i think it was 2015 yeah yeah so that was announced like a year and a half after launch year year and a half wait uh year and a half after what after the ps5 ps4 launch Two years after, yeah, 20, 2013. Well, it launched well, in October, and I guess E3 was June. A year and a half. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. that was used to sell that system. So I think they're probably also going to want to be like, hey, PS5. Final Fantasy Seven. Part Final two. Fantasy Seven Two. Mm-hmm. on the PS5. I think that would just push hardware, you know? Like, it's... It definitely would. Yeah, it definitely would. It's hard to say now, not knowing even set details about the five but like i could see it happen soon after you lay it all down like yeah i guess it i guess it perhaps makes sense mm-hmm. i guess right but like i also see maybe a point like they would want the install base to grow a little bit more sure and put it out like fall 2022 no sorry not not fall like spring 2022 yeah i could see that you know i can maybe see that too but like 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, I would like to have it next year around this time. That'd be cool. Yeah, you I know? agree. I would, I would, I would love that because, like, I look envious on like those that played RE2 when it first came out, and then like a year and like maybe three months after they get RE3 mm-hmm. remake. Like that's cool, you know. Yeah, but I think at the least, if I had to put money on it, we get a trailer for part two by the end of this year. What? Why are you acting like this is something insane? I don't know why. (laughs) I just feel like that's well. I mean, I mean, the game's about to come out. We got the trailer for this in 2015. I don't know, man. I just again. I have a feeling. <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens. Keely, watch out for Keely this fall. He's gonna have it. I'm telling that's, you, game wards. That's a good point. Yeah, that'd be a banger. I'm but sorry. Kevin, yes, it's time for pots. Pots, 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 pots. This week on pots, the point of the show. Mm. Uh, as we were just discussing, this generation, it's in its final days. Final months. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, right now, for the next few weeks, there's a, some downtime. Potentially, there's going to be some downtime in the summer as well. We don't know mm. what the full year looks like release-wise. But I want to have a conversation with you about games that have come out this generation that we either put down, didn't play at all, but we definitely just want to, like, complete our time with that game before next gen comes around Mm. Mm. so um i'm ready to go i believe we both pulled three games and a couple honorable mentions to shout out but yeah yeah um would you like to go first um i'll go first yeah sure sure so my first one is a game that i did attempt to play i believe in 2016 i know i was still at my parents house i had not moved out yet I know that for sure. I think it was 2016. Uh, but it was uh, a little game uh, called The Order 1886 from Ready at Dawn. Uh, I tried to play it. I, I think I got in like maybe two to two and a half hours in. And I know that's absurd because the game is only like six, seven hours long. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, man, like Kev, like you were like – You were going. On a, yeah, you were, you were definitely rolling. What happened? I don't know what happened. I don't know what was going on. It just didn't grab me. But I do plan on returning to it before this generation's out. You mm-hmm. know, I, I definitely do want to want to give it its its give it its time and just see it through. You know, uh, and I think that it's not out of the realm of possibility that we actually end up do getting a sequel for this game. Yeah, you know, like like we haven't gotten anything concrete. But the one, I think, big thing that was said a lot was uh, this December, well, this past December of 2019, uh, Sony gifted the studio, Ready at Dawn, a like, life-size replica of the Tesla gun from the game, right? Mm-hmm. And one would say, you know, that's, that's all right. Like, sounds like a nice gesture, you know what I'm saying? But I think there's more to that considering that the game came out in 2015 and it gave them four years after. You know, yeah. like, I don't, it just seemed like it would make sense for 2015, right, to give them that, you know, but there's some, I feel like there's something there. It's very small, and I could be just picking at, picking at just, you know, loose threads, but 
I could see a order Ace and A7 being, you know, developed right now. And the fact that I believe the order Ace and A6 uh, is left off by a massive cliffhanger. As oh, far absolutely. As I forgot. Did you play it? So I, it sounds like you I played did. it. I did. I platinumed it. Big oh. fans. Would you look at that? I enjoy that. 1886 very much. I might even yeah. say it is criminally underrated. Mm. Which I know a lot of people trash on that game. Yeah. For a multitude of reasons. I think but... if that game came out a year later, people would like... There'd be no bad talk about it. Right. I think it came out in like a dry spell when people wanted like a 100-hour RPG. Right. Yeah. I see. But like... I see. I think this could have fit like perfectly in the same kind of slot as like a Hellblade, if it just mm. waited a little longer. Yeah. Obviously, Hellblade is got yeah. Hellblade's doing a much more like deep thing with it. You know, this is just like shooting werewolves in London. But it is. It did have a cool. I love the aesthetic. A yeah, g- gorgeous Order game. I love the steampunk vibes. It's it's so yeah. it's so unique. It's so cool. I love it so yeah. much. Would love a follow up. So, that one I will report back when I eventually get to it, which I do plan on getting to it eventually. Very nice. Also, I'll say platinum, super easy. Mm. Mm. Um, but my first pick, also a game from 2015. This is one I put 45 hours into, and you didn't beat. No, <laughs> my boy, my boy. Wait, 2015. I put. I was excited for this. This was the same year Arkham Knight came out. So Arkham Knight and this game were my summer, basically. Okay. I put 45 hours in. I think my save is lost at this point. That's a tragedy. Because I did buy it again recently. I installed it. I was like, let me see where I was. Can't do that. Uh, It might be because I own the complete version of this game now, and I owned the standard version before, and those are listed separately. I see. But The Witcher... Three, Wild ah, Hunt. Three. I was I was trying to guess it, but okay, I see. The Witcher Three. Since playing now, this game, sorry, go ahead. Uh-huh. I was gonna say now I see why you were like, yeah, definitely not beat it. <laughs> no, it's, it's a very very big game. I absolutely. put forty five hours in, and most of it was side quests. Oh man, I didn't even get past Act One of the main story. How many acts are there in three. Witcher Three? Are you aware? Jesus, bro! Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my god! I just, I just love the world of The Witcher so much, and like, when I played that game, I didn't want to drop it. I think it came out before Arkham, if I'm remembering correctly. And then I Arkham, feel like it did, but I don't know. Arkham just took over my life, and then like later that year, we got Metal Gear Solid Five. So like, I just kind of fell off for me. But I love that world so much. It's like I think it's my favorite like high fantasy world mm. like i'd put it above elder scrolls or lord of the rings or anything like that uh game of statement. thrones even it's a bold statement out here we're uh it's a bold statement yeah mm. so Mm-mm-mm. so do you recall why you dropped out of it like I, was I, there a specific reason or i genuinely think it's because i knew there was so much game still there and i was like I can get through Arkham. I need to see through the final game. Right. Know? Right. And um, 
yeah, I think I just eventually didn't get back to it, and I was like, oh, I'll trade it for something else because I enjoyed my time with it, but that was my story with it. But yeah, having since then read one and a half of the books and having watched the show i'm mm. like oh i really need to like go in on this like siri and yennefer plot because i care more about them as characters now than i did before because before i was just like running around through that world i wasn't doing the progression of the main plot <laughs> right 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 i see i so. see so with the context you get from the books and the tv i'm sure you're more inclined to play the game mm-hmm. which you're not alone in that i'm sure you saw this report yeah. But, like, did you see that crazy number where, like, the sales for The Witcher 3 and, like, the amount of people playing it on Steam, yeah. like, shot up when the Netflix series came out? Yeah. yeah, I think it was, like, concurrent players when the show came out on Steam were higher than they were at the peak of launch or something like That's that. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. The That's Witcher is, ha- like, a name now. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it feels good. I, so, I at least want to play through the main campaign and the DLC campaign. So, th- that's... That's my first pick. Nice, nice, nice. My second one, uh, I am going to cheat from my next two because they're they're bundled okay. uh, together, but they do tie to the same reasoning, right? So my next one is uh, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy and the Spiral Trilogy as well. Both of them me. remastered. I forgot the studios. My apologies. I'm sure um, you're aware. Vicarious Visions did Crash. Gotcha. Toys for Bob did Spyro. Beautiful. Beautiful. I So it, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? The I remember playing Crash as a kid, but did not beat any of them, right? I remember more I remember playing more Spyro, but the Spyro specifically that was on I believe it was a Game Boy. I okay. Think. Was it Season of Fire, Season of Ice? I know it was like at a at a at a at an angle. Yep, it was isometric. The camera was at an angle. Yeah. Okay. So uh, isometric type deal. Um, and I remember I played that a lot more than Crash. Yeah. Because Crash, I would play at my uncle's house. Right. But I actually owned a Spyro, uh, on the Game Boy Advance. And those have have been the only like, you know, tethers to those IP that I've actually experienced. You know, uh, other than of course Uncharted Four, that that cool little yes, crash thing. Of course. But um, these these I need to I need to get to right. And yeah, I see they're on Switch, and yeah, it it looks enticing. It doesn't feel right to play on the Switch, like at least to me. You know. Like, I feel like I, I got to play these iconic PlayStation mascot games, uh, you know, on the PlayStation. Yeah. And I feel like it'll fulfill the same, uh, like, kind of role that, um, oh, my gosh. Why am I forgetting right now? Ratchet. Crap. Thank you. Thank you. My mm. boy. Ratchet and Clank filled for me. Of being just like, it seems like a nice, fun summer game, right? Sure. So maybe after, maybe after Last of Us Part Two. I dive into these two, you know, very lighthearted experiences, you know, mm-hmm. after the brutality that we'll experience in Last of Us Part 2, mm-hmm. you know, and have that be a summer game. But I also feel like one of these is bound to be a PS Plus game eventually. So I think Crash this summer might be. Yeah. Spyro, no, but Crash, yeah. I can see Crash yeah. being like a June or July PS Plus yeah. thing. So 
yeah, that's another one as well. And and there's a, apparently a lot of game there. It's it's three games and one on each side. So yeah. looks like I I got a lot to get to, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I I um I platinumed. I'm not trying to like tap my platinum record here because <laughs> most of my platinums are like games I either love to death to death or like are straightforward. Right. You can get through. You can 100% Spyro 1 in, like, a weekend. Damn. And it's just a blast. Like, mm-hmm. I think you might stumble into getting that Platinum. It's that much fun. Wow. It's real good. Uh, I I just I just got to do it. Mm-hmm. And, it. And I've been meaning to for a while. So that yeah. will get done before the generation. Hopefully. Hopefully. I believe in you. Thanks, man. Not many people do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, what... What is your next game, good sir? Keeping with Naughty Dog. Um, I mentioned earlier I only played Uncharted 4 within the last six months. Right. Because of that, I have also yet to play The Lost Legacy. This one hurts my soul, and I'm really glad you brought this one up. I yeah. was I was hoping this was on your list. It absolutely I is, because I love Chloe, and I like the Nadine in the campaign. Yep. Uh, so yep. seeing the two of them paired up together would be cool. I am excited to see conceptually what a Nathan Drake less Uncharted would be. Yeah. Because I yep. want more of those desperately. Right. Um. So what I've seen of Lost Legacy seems really cool, and it seems like it capitalizes on the open world stuff better than I personally felt Four did. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Yeah. Lost yeah. Legacy. I- I want to get too soon. I imagine you're going to look at this game very, very positively. I know I did, and I know a lot of people don't really talk about Lost Legacy. I know a lot of people even will, you know, completely disrespect it and not even, like, consider it uh, amongst the other Uncharted games just because there's no Nathan in it. And uh, I think if you do that, that's that's uh, not fair. Not, no. not fair and not what the game deserves. Because honestly, Lost Legacy is great. There's a lot of good moments in there. There's a lot, a lot of really good fan service in there. Mm-hmm. It's great stuff. It is really, really good. It's really, really well done. So, I would argue. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's on your picks. But go thank ahead. you. I, I would argue that you don't need like Nathan Drake is now what makes Uncharted. Hot take, maybe. Hmm. I think hmm. it's like the way the story's told, the cast of characters, and the way they talk with each other. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I can see that. I can yeah. see that. I can see that. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Drake has that. a lot of personality, but so does Chloe. And she can fit into that slot the same way, you know? Yep, and and spoiler alert, it it's not like I was wanting <laughs> or, like, waiting for Nathan to come up. Like, sure. it's not like, yeah, it definitely wasn't. And not in, like, a bad way, because obviously I love Nathan Drake, but it the, those those things that like you just said that like Nathan brings to uncharted uh they are definitely fulfilled without him you know in lost legacy i i can confirm it's good know? to hear cuz i remember when i saw the e3 trailer for that i it came across as like just a full uncharted game like it didn't feel weird it didn't feel like it was just a throwaway dlc it was like oh i'm sure this started as dlc but they made uncharted 5 that's what it looks like. Like, low key, yeah. I mean, what? Um, I'm remembering now the opening to that. Oh, I 
I, I can't wait to play again because I because I'm playing it soon. It'll be the last game in my Uncharted series uh, rolled through on streams. But uh, I remember loving the intro mm-hmm. to Lost Legacy. Like it is, might be the best intro to any Uncharted. Really? Really? Like I I I think I recall it being that good. It it just might be. You know. I mean, it's not hard like, to beat the Uncharted one opening. <laughs> A lot of things can be the intro to one opening. <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of things can. Yeah. Four yeah. opens real strong, I think. Or not. Four. four I'm trying to recall. I try the four. Four opens in the past with the prison. It's the past thing, right? Oh, in the prison. Okay, not the other past thing. The, I think that's the one where it further back. I think it starts in the prison. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hmm. But, but shout out Lost Legacy. Shout out. I, I was listening to Safe Slot this week. Hmm. And I know you guys also talked about uh, Neil Druckmann's sentiment on the future of Uncharted. Yes, we did. We did touch on that. Yes. So it seems like you're in the camp of like feeling like you would take more Uncharted games based on our Lost Legacy discussion here. Yeah, I would. I would definitely take him Mm -hmm. um, because like, you know. Again, we're not gonna spoil Uncharted Four at all in case anyone here is wanting to play it and hasn't played it yet. Listening, mm-hmm. uh, but but I I I feel like the series can go on, you know, and I think I would almost want it to go on without Nathan, just because Uncharted Four, A Thief's End, they they really did like do a nice, beautiful end to Nathan's story. Yeah, you know, like. Uh, like the the whole arc of Nathan Drake like is fulfilled, you yeah. know. So, I feel like having another Uncharted, you know, with Nathan, I feel like it'd be like, man, like, you know, like, it seems like y'all really did a good ending to this character. Yeah. You know? So I mean, I would they, rather like have that mean something, you know. I agree with you because they introduced so many interesting like characters into this war- underground world of like thieves and uh, archaeology that like yeah it's there's cool. so many people they could follow you know they could do a sully game when he was in his prime they could do oh yeah oh my another god. chloe game oh my god a sully game in this prime Wait, dude that's what i've wanted for the past like five oh my years. god dude it in like the 80s or 90s oh my god yeah oh my god i would it love would- that I, I would love to see it. I'd love to see like Cold War Sully just like going against like Russians mm. or something. Mm. <laughs> oh. Right, he's got that thick finding stash. like finding like ancient like World War Two like some like something like that. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god. Uncharted is far from dead because that's oh, such a good far. idea. You know. Damn! Damn! That's really, damn! That's a really good idea. So. I love that idea. God, shout out Uncharted. But uh, speaking, okay, so my. My next two again. I am a cheater, so I will be cheating again. This 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 uh, third third tier. Oh, this is your final picks. picks then. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, this isn't even my final pick. Uh, we're gonna again bundle these up, right? Guacamelee two and Gravity Rush two, right? Okay. Now these Explain, are please. <laughs> okay, these are solely because right. I loved Guacamelee one. I played it last no January of two thousand nineteen. Yes, January of 2019. Don't know if you recall, if you remember. Do you remember when I had Mono and Stripe at the same time? Yes, I do. Can't forget it. I played Guacamelee then. <laughs> I loved it. While I was going through hell on earth, 
I uh, loved Guacamelee. It was very, very fun. Um, and uh, I've been meaning to play the second one. And Gravity Rush for the same thing. Now, the one thing that these are, why they're so similar, right, is because I played the first Gravity Rush very, very, like, a long, I want to say maybe 20, 2013, 2014 on my okay. Vita, right? Back when, like, the Vita was, like, kind of there, you know, on the way to being dead. Yeah. And then Guacamelee I played, again, like I said, on my Vita in January 2019, right? But the sequels to these games only came out on PS4. Okay. That's the big thing. Where it was like, man, I'm going to keep it honest. I would love these games on Vita. You know, these these sequels on Vita. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I, I, I hate to, you know, say these words out loud. But, uh, you know, the Vita's dead, unfortunately. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just didn't want to believe it at the time. But I think enough time has passed. Uh, where, you know, I can sit here 22 years old and be like, hey, listen, it's time to move on, <laughs> right? Like, You've it's had time some to, time to deal with this. It's, <laughs> it's time to let the past die and just play the sequels on the PS4, for God's sake. Nice. So, yeah, so that's that, that's kind of the backstory back there. And plus, there's a lot of good fun to be had with these two series, especially Guacamelee. I love mm-hmm. Gravity Rush, but Guacamelee is very, very fun. Yeah, so both of these I'm kind of blind on. I have uh, the Turbo Championship edition of Guacamelee from Plus. Nice. Yeah, so that is actually the first one remastered to the PS4. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm. I only played it for maybe like half an hour, but mm. I have no experience with either of these series. Is there a specific one you like want to tackle first? or like? Probably Guacamelee just because I played that one more, more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gravity Rush... Uh, I think it'd be more uh, – that one's going to be the more, like, technically impressive game, definitely. Because, mm-hmm. like, what type of game Gravity Rush is, it's like a – it's 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 a weird game. Like, essentially, what I can remember, just a quick synopsis, is that you have a cat named – wait, try to remember if your name is Cat? I think her name is Cat. Name. Okay, I think her name is Cat with a K. And I forgot what the cat's name is. But this cat – gives you the ability to manipulate your gravitational pull essentially i played so you can like yeah so you can like shoot up okay so you played okay so you're aware of gravity rush yeah Yeah. it's neat it's neat it's cool it's cool i like it a lot but i've seen next to nothing and honestly don't know anything about the sequel oh interesting honestly guacamelee 2 as well i don't know a lot about the sequels but i i assume it's more of well, I played the first one. I would have to assume. So yeah, I would guess. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure. Also, one of the playable characters in Guacamelee 2 is Portillo Miller. That is true. That is indeed true. I thought that was the first one, but no, you're right. It is the second one. I do need to do that. I do need to unlock the homie Porty. Yeah, absolutely. That's one, cool. Though. One sweet, one sweet, sweet Portillo. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Guacamelee is one because like there's just so many Metroidvanias. Yeah. But yeah. if you're swearing by Guacamelee, I might give it another shot. I just think – I mean I remember love – like there's just so many combat things that open up as you go through the game mm-hmm. that have to do with like, you know, the way a specific enemy like does a, a like certain block or certain attack. I remember like you have to counteract that with 
a similar color. So like they'll they'll do like a block move or do some sort of like incoming move that will that will show in a different color. And you're meant to counteract that color. Like there, there's a lot of cool stuff in it that that is like combat, but it's on a deeper level of like how to deal with decision making of what you should be doing. It's cool stuff. It's really, really fun. I, I, I liked it a lot. Interesting. Big fan. Big well, big I fan. might give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, my final pick, I guess giving it a shot is timely because of uh, the past couple months for us at this point. Right. I have owned this game on disc physically. Okay. Okay. Since I want to say Black Friday 2018. So it's definitely been a minute. It has been a, been a while, while sitting on my shelf. Definitely over well almost a year and a half. Almost a year and a half. I know 2 years this October or November, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um Resident Evil 7. Mmm. Oh, I see. I see now. I see. I see. Yeah. I see. So, I own a PSVR headset. Okay. Uh, at the time of buying that game, I had dabbled in Remake 1. It mm. wasn't until last year, last spring, that I started a file and played through Jill in Remake 1. Obviously, now I'm a big Resident Evil fan. So, I do want to play 7. Clearly, I own it. I don't know if I want to play it in VR, but I I want to at least get through what's left between where I am now and where 7 is. But right. I want to play 7. Do you think you will go through the full game in VR? Are you going to like commit to that, you think? I don't know. Cause the thing is, like, or as long as you can bear it, you know? I, I, it's hard to tell because, um, <laughs> I enjoy the Resident Evilness of RE2 and like the intensity right. of it as we've discussed. Indeed. So I think I like horror games, right? To a right. certain extent, I don't yeah. like horror movies, mm-hmm. and I feel like. The reason I don't like horror movies is because I feel helpless. In a game, I, I'm i like, I'm in control of what happens to me. Right, right, right. The headset, I feel like I get dangerously close to the I am i can't go anywhere part yeah. of horror movies that oh, I don't like. Oof, so I might try like, it, but no promises. <laughs> dude, I always want to be like, yo, I... If you play this game in full VR the whole way through, like, I'll buy you a game or something. I don't know. Like, I want to see, like, oh, man. Because I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do it, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could do a full Resident Evil game in VR after playing RE2. And I, oh, I, sometimes I wish I recorded myself playing RE2 Remake because there, le- there were some legitimate, like, panic modes. Yeah, me too, man. Of, like, Kev... Like, you need to focus right now. Like, you're scared, but you need to do this. Like, yeah. I don't care who's over there. Like, you you need to do it. So, uh, oh, I wonder how that'd be like in VR, man. Oh, my gosh. I can't even the, imagine. The thing with 7, too, is that, like, I've seen a playthrough of 7. Right. Okay, I see. 
Uh, and I saw Claire's playthrough before I picked up RE2, but mm -hmm. like that doesn't ruin it for me because the suspense is still there. It's still like a matter of dealing with the situation. Right, right. Seven, the fact that it's first person, the fact that you're in this like Louisiana house that's fallen apart, it's moldy, there's guck everywhere, and there's these like cognitive undead zombie family cannibal people. Yeah, I've only seen that one clip of like you're in the garage. It's so and intense. There's, and 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 I'm like, are you kidding me? Like looking back on it now, I'm jumping RE2. I'm like, are you joking right now? Like you're gonna shove me in a in like a one car garage, and I seemingly have no weapons. I think I don't even know, but you, uh, I don't know, man. It's tough. <laughs> it's it's gonna take some like mental preparation if i do vr for that game but i am gonna play it in some form before i own a ps5 mm, mm. Can, i don't know if you can even answer this question but like is there a way that you can play a little bit of it in vr and then jump out of it and then play it i on, think like, so i mean I, I would like to yeah i might have to like back out to the main menu but right right but i hope that you could use the same save on like vr mode or off you know that'd be nice I don't know for sure. I have always assumed that that's the case, though. Mm. So, mm -mm -mm. We'll, um, see. well, yeah. But uh, are there any other games you want to shout out real quick? Things you want to get I could to? Blow th yeah, I could blow through just my quick honorable mentions. Um, so, I don't know why we talked about Vita earlier this uh, podcast, but I do want to go back to Freedom Wars. Don't know if you ever heard of that game on Vita. Okay, yeah, I, I'm aware. Yeah, it, it 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 it's a very like Monster Hunter esque type of game. Yeah, but different premise. Like you're defeating these big things to get a lesser sentence from your from jail because you have like a million years in jail, and every time you complete a mission, your sentence goes down. Yeah, it's a you cool know? concept. So, yeah, so to beat the game, get get it to zero. Um, I never beat it, but I played a ton of it. So I really want to get back to that at some point. Uh, we talked about this earlier today when I was debating on either getting the Vanquish double pack that includes Bayonetta 1 mm -hmm. or just get Vanquish. After our conversation, I did just buy Vanquish. Okay. And uh, I will be playing well, – well, I plan on playing uh, Bayonetta 1 and 2 in preparation for Bayonetta 3. So Very nice. We will, we will hopefully get to that. And then the one that doesn't exist yet but I really want to exist – and I think it maybe does exist in some form or fashion, whether it's still in development or, or you know, nonetheless. I know we got some really, uh, 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 you know, potent E3 leaks a few years back that it was, like, on servers at GameStop. And, like, it was it, it looked like a real thing, but we never heard of it. Uh, the Metroid Prime Collection oh, on Switch. Oh, okay. I, I do, yeah. I do want to experience that, but I know that game doesn't exist yet. But you want something funny? What is something funny? I was just staring down my webcam. I was giving it eyes. I was like, I know what he's gonna say. Really? I know exactly what he's gonna say. Damn. The setup you had, everything you were going with it. I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then you said E3, and I was like, wait. I look like a oh. fool. I thought you were gonna say Mass Effect. To literally take what I said, exactly like just swap, swap, swap Mass Effect, 
I I agree with that one as well. Okay. That one I just feel like eventually will be on PS5. Yeah, me you too. Know? And and there's and there I mean like unless I, I mean I have a PS3, out in the, uh, over here like living room and like I could hypothetically play them on that PS3. You know, and yeah. just get that going, but, you know. I mean, if I'm being I'm, honest, what's up? I would play them on Switch before I went back to play them on PS3. Mm, yeah yeah and like that's the main thing it's like i don't know if i want to use a ps3 for a very long time that's yeah. that's 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 the thing like i like the like playing playing red dead uh via via ps now mm-hmm. it put you in like a ps3 type of system thing Ooh. and and even that i wanted to you know quite quite literally drown myself in a toilet you know <laughs> like it was yeah it's the the PS3 is not fun to use after using the PS4 for a long time. And I just feel like at some point, it's inevitable. Like, we will get a Mass Effect remastered collection. Like, I feel like that is somewhere being worked on. It has you know? to be. Right? Like, that, yeah. So, that's my thought. So, I'm like, that will be a PS5 experience for me, you know? Mm-hmm. But, so those are uh, what I want to catch up on. Very nice. Do you have any uh, honorable mentions, good sir? I do. I don't know when I'm going to get to it. I own two of them. Mm. Uh, Yakuza. Ooh, nice. Okay. You want to run through the whole, like the, the whole, you know what? Go ahead. I'm going to stop talking. So I own Zero and Kiwami, which is mm-hmm. the prequel to the whole series and then the remake of the original. Nice. I've played probably like a little maybe like a five hours worth of the remake and i like it i like it a lot i just fell off of it but right. i really like the atmosphere of those games uh-huh uh just having like the city that you get familiarized with and you just like you know where things are um you know what people's schedules are like right there's that aspect of it that I enjoy. There's the very dramatic Japanese mafia part of it that I think is really entertaining and like dramatic. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's always a franchise that's interested me. So I definitely want to at least play those two before PS5 hits. Um, nice, nice, nice. Do you think you'll run through like the whole series eventually, or just or just right I now? Th- just the goal is those two. Right now, it's those two for sure. I don't know if. I would just skip to when we get seven because that's a new hopping on point because new protagonist now they're not I don't even think they're calling it seven here I think it's like a new way to market the name Yakuza for us right right so um yeah that's something that's always like been around the zero kind of blew up this generation and gave mm-hmm. it a second life so that's for sure one uh i've been curious about near near automata yeah also by platinum games i tried the demo didn't like it okay but like i'm still curious Mm. Mm. so that one i like yeah i like how i don't know if her name is near or what but the main character i love her design to be it looks she looks really cool. Yeah, I'm, they're all dressed like that. I think like they all have their oh, okay. uh, like black lace. 
Like, every single android in that game is dressed up like that. Oh, wait. She's not even a real person? No. Wow. That's how much I know about Nier Automata. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I know. I thought it was a real person. Well, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's 20 bucks right now on PSN on that sale. I'm eyeing mm. it. I got 30 in my wallet, so. The, like, big in Japan sale? That yes. Mm, nice. Nice. So. Very, very nice. But Very, very nice. That's where we stand for the next few months. Uh, if you would like to contribute to that conversation, if you want to uh, tell us what we should check out, if we didn't mention things, maybe we already played them, but there's a good chance we didn't because there were a lot of games this gen. That's true. All of it. It's true. Um, you can comment on the YouTube video if you're watching this on youtube.com slash joyclicks, or you can get direct contact with us on our Discord, which is also linked down below, or you can tweet at us. Where can people find you to do that, Kevin? At the K Diaz one two three at T A G K K D I. Wow, I almost forgot to spell my name. K D I A Z one two three. Follow me on there. Uh, uh, recently, I posted the baby picture of me. That's cool. Always good. Uh, you can see, you know, any any screenshots I've been playing, I definitely. Uh, you know, like the latest one, it was uh, the download of uh, Vanquish, which I plan to have impressions on next week. So nice. definitely check out for that. And of course, you can also follow me on YouTube.com as PlayStation Source, where uh, you can get filled in on the latest and greatest in PlayStation. Whether we're talking about uh, the a, a a more in depth discussion uh, on the PS5 controller patent, where it will track you know your heart rate. In your sweat secretion, stuff like that, as well as, of course, Saves a Lot Podcast and Road to Part 2 should be up uh, on the same day that this goes up. So maybe after this one, jump to Road to Part 2, have right. a lot of conversation for your Friday, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Where can the good people find you, good sir? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chris N. Buckley. I'm going to double down on the Instagram this week because... Double down. I decided... Um, you know how Instagram lets you do stories? I do. I you do. know how they let you archive stories? I do. Ooh. So on my Instagram, at uh-huh. Chris and Buckley, um, uh-huh. I'm going to be keeping track of every game I beat this year with a screenshot that I took. I like this. I like this idea. I like so it. So as of right now, I think there's six game screenshots up there. I'm going to be honest. I didn't have this idea when I played some of these games, so a couple of the screenshots are the best I had. <laughs> right, right, right. Like which the one for Bloodborne, this is understandable. Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> nice. Looks nice. <laughs> nice. The one for nice. Jedi Fallen Order, it's a trophy screenshot. <laughs> uh, well, you know. So, but yeah, I you that'd be get a fun what you can do. get. It sounds like a good idea. Sounds yeah. nice. Sounds nice. Sounds if you nice. want a copy, though, feel free. I mean. I like to track myself on GG. I know you you use GG as well. Yeah. I just feel like we don't plug GG as much as we should. You know? Sure. Yeah. Check out GG also. I yeah. I keep track several ways the games I beat. Like I have a note that I've been keeping since like 2017. I score every game that I beat there. Wow. Uh, GG I use as well just to use that ecosystem. Yeah. I do eventually want to go through my whole trophy system, and tro- well, that sounds very very sophisticated but go through my whole trophies and like actually put it on gg like every single game i've beaten yeah and what year i've beaten them at i don't know if i'll actually do that but 
I am tracking from last year and this year. So, yeah. Awesome. That's, yep. But, uh, well, yeah. Keep it locked on the uh, Joy Clicks Instagram. Or is it on your personal Instagram? It's on my personal. Personal one. Yes. Personal one. Um, and yeah, there, we're on podcast services. So if you like the show and you can rate it on there, that'd be appreciated and helpful. So, but absolutely. That's going to do it for this l- very late night episode. Very, very late night. Uh, Kevin, thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for, uh, you know, working with me on my uh, work schedule. Oh, of course. You know. I'm not doing anything Thursday nights. I'm editing this show at this point, so. Nice. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it. We will see you next week. And until then, pizza time. Pizza time. Oh, thank God. I remember that at the last second. <laughs> Later, guys. Mm-hmm.